G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today is finally day seven of my seven day fat loss mistakes mini series. So I've been trying to give you guys a whole lot of value this last week, a lot of quick hitters for you all around different parts or components of fat loss and common fat loss mistakes people make. So the more that we can correct these mistakes, the greater our chance of obviously losing body fat. Pretty simple. So today's episode, guys, the final one, I really want to go over something that is, it's something that I think people overcomplicate so much and really is the reason why people don't get a lot of results. And when you talk to people who are inexperienced with dieting versus when you talk to people who are very experienced with dieting or someone like myself who's very experienced with coaching people, you've got a a very different mindset towards things like plateaus. So today's episode, part seven of our fat loss mistakes is the mistake is not breaking plateaus. Sorry, my cats are just trying to wrestle each other in front of me while I'm trying to focus. Anyways, so not breaking plateaus. And so what I mean by that is so often people start losing weight. Amazing. They lose some weight and week by week, initially they lose weight and lose weight and lose weight. And then finally things start to slow down and then slow down and then slow down and then stop. And they stop losing and they stop losing and they stop losing. And then they go, oh my God, this calorie deficit business is bullshit. It doesn't work. See, I can't lose weight. It doesn't work anymore. My body's broken. Calorie deficit is crap. I need to go do keto or something. (sighs) But the thing is, plateaus with fat loss are normal. Plateaus with life are normal. You know, we're not always just going to be rapidly progressing in every aspect of our life. But The good thing with a fat loss plateau, it's quite easy to understand and quite easy to potentially break. And the thing is, the more experienced you are, the more plateaus are not a big deal. I remember, I think I said this once on the podcast. I remember years ago, I went to a Tony Robbins event, probably like, geez, eight, 10 years ago. And he kind of spoke about plateaus in life. And kind of like how, you know, people who are inexperienced, freak out when plateaus happen they think it's end of the world it's like oh my god i'm plateauing is this the end of me is this is this just am i a failure is it over i can't do this and then he kind of went through like a hierarchy of like the more experienced you are the more plateaus become less of a a shock to the system so if someone who's more has a bit more experience will know hey a plateau happens it's not the end of the world i'll eventually break through and then a really advanced person will go I'm not stressed at all about plateaus because I've been here before. I made changes before each time I hit a plateau and I'm just going to make a change and I know I'm going to break it. And then he said the real master in their field don't freak out about plateaus because they don't really have plateaus happen too much because they preempt plateaus. They make changes before plateaus occur. And that's something often I try to do if you guys use my training programs is you often see me making changes, say, with nutrition and stuff like that preempting a plateau often i'll drop calories just before someone i feel like is going to potentially plateau and then we keep that momentum going but the thing is with nutrition 
sometimes you don't need to kind of preempt plateaus. Sometimes you just want to keep milking things. If they're working, just keep it going. If they're working, losing, great, keep going, keep going, keep going. But the thing is, sometimes plateaus happen. And the big thing is, guys, not to freak out. Okay, so I want to go over today in this episode a few things around plateaus, okay, and why it's a mistake not trying to break a plateau a lot of the time. So firstly, what is a plateau? So is a plateau like not losing weight for, say, a week on the scale? Uh, That's obviously a scale plateau, but here's the thing, right? Your weight will fluctuate. Weight goes up and down, you know, over the over the course of the week. That's why I always recommend weighing yourself daily if you're trying to lose weight. It gives you a lot clearer picture. It's normal for weight to fluctuate due to sleep, the foods you eat that day, the macro breakdown you ate that day, the sodium in your food, the timing that you weighed yourself, et cetera, et cetera. So sometimes plateauing over just, say, a one-week period is not enough time. Normally around a, two, a three-week period is where you can really probably a bit more accurately say, hey, you know what, I'm not losing at all on these new calories for three weeks. That's probably a sign that I'm in a plateau or probably a sign that, hey, these calories are not where I need to be for generating a fat loss response. So when you're in this position, you've had a few weeks to give it enough time to see that, yes, you have plateaued. What are your options? Well, you have three options. Number one, you Try to continue to create a more of a calorie deficit by decreasing your calories. Number two, you continue to try and create a calorie deficit by increasing your cardio, your steps, so moving more, increasing your calorie expenditure. Remember, when we're talking about what we call energy balance to generate fat loss, so calories in versus calories out. So calories in being your nutrition versus calories out being things like your daily movement, your daily training, your cardio steps, etc. So we can play with manipulating one of those so we can manipulate calories in so we eat less which again further creates ideally a larger calorie deficit or on the flip side we can try to move more which again manipulates things because then we start to expend more calories the more calories we expend again the more we drive ourselves into a calorie deficit so we can play with these two but then you've also got a third option which is just hey let's just chill it's been two three weeks maybe if i just ride this out Things will just keep trucking along and maybe in week four, all of a sudden I see a big drop. And that's something you often see is that on week four, you might see, again, a a kilo dropped. So often I find when my clients send me their biofeedback forms each week, it's not always this perfect, say, half a kilo a week. It might be one kilo, then no weight the next week, then no weight loss dropped. And then a kilo again, and then 0.2, and then 0.3, then 0.9, etc. It's not always half a kilo, half a kilo, half a kilo. It doesn't work like that. Weight loss or fat loss in general is not perfectly linear. But the thing is, you need to kind of work out though, what is your time frame? So if you've got, say, a six-week mini cut for a wedding or a holiday or a comp, you don't have time to spend three, four weeks just kind of plateauing and hoping that eventually you'll start to lose. But if you're trying to lose, say, 15, 20 kilos over the course of a year, you don't probably need to rush things as much. It's okay to ride things out. You're not not in a race. You don't need to have to be, you know, a certain body fat in a couple of weeks' time. You can hopefully just let things keep going, keep doing the little things well, and all of a sudden you start losing again. Yes, it's been a slower process, but if you're not in a race, 
If you don't have a specific date you need to lose X amount of weight by, then you're probably going to be more favorable to just chilling and letting things happen. But the big thing is, guys, and this is something I want to address. The big thing is, is that before you think you're plateauing, before you go, you know what, my calories are not generating fat loss. Before that, make sure you're actually doing what you think you're doing. Because so often, the longer people diet, the more they start to get lazy with their tracking. They start to eyeball things. They start to not weigh foods. They start to have a bit more bites and a bit more sips and a bit more um, nibbles of their partner's food and stuff like that. And often, the reason why we stop losing weight at the rate we were initially is not just because our calories are no longer working, because we're not burning as much, etc. But often, we're just eating more calories than we realize. So for example, when you're, you know, at the start losing really well, you often start in really motivated, you're weighing everything, you're tracking everything, everything's spot on. But then little by little, after a few weeks, you start to get a little bit lazier, a little bit lazier, a little bit lazier. And before you know it, you think you're doing, say, 2000 calories, but you're actually doing 2200, 2300 calories because these little bites, these little sips of things, they add up. So just make sure before you stress about, am I in a plateau and my calories are wrong? Really identify what you're doing and be really strict. Get back to tracking everything spot on. So before you make changes, make sure you are, are actually as accurate as you think you are because a good chance from experience, people start to get a little bit lazy and those little bit of things of laziness starts to creep up. And often when I see clients plateaus, I then look at their dieting adherence levels, which I normally give like a out of 10 or out of five. And often you'll see the first same month, the client will say, I'm 10 out of 10 with my tracking. And then you look the last two, three weeks, they're like, oh, I'm not losing any weight. I think I need to drop calories. And then I look at their their dieting adherence and they, they say, I'm eight out of 10 or I'm nine out of 10 or I'm seven out of 10. Thing is, obviously one person's nine can be quite different. It could be, hey, maybe I'm just not tracking as perfectly or maybe I'm overeating a little bit more. Point is, as soon as you get away from being 10 out of 10 with your tracking, the sooner you start to leave things up to chance a bit more, the sooner you lose that level of accuracy. So I'm not saying it's realistic to be perfectly 10 out of 10 all the time, right? We're all humans. But before you go, hey, I need a rush to decreasing my calories even more, why don't you just firstly see if you're actually doing those calories? Why rush to lower calories and make things even harder if you're already not sticking to your current calories? So before you change things, just make sure you're actually doing that first. Then secondly, guys, when it when you do realize that, yes, you're doing everything spot on, let's say you are, the big mistake people make is then not making changes. So yes, you should make a change if you need to be losing weight by a certain point. Don't freak out. Don't go, oh, you know what? I can't lose weight. It's not fair. It is normal. My clients so often will often start with me, say, if I have a bikini competitor, she might start, say, at 1,800 calories for a cut. She often gets on stage at maybe 12, 1300 calories. So that means they started 1800 and they got on stage, they finished their cut on 1200. That's 600 calories are reduced over the course of that, say, 18 week cut to get them that shredded. 600 calories. And so often people will be losing on 1800 calories. And then I'm like, all right, well, you've plateaued. Have you made change? Like, oh, no, I'm scared to. It's like, you're scared to drop from 1800 to 1700. It's like, of course, you're not going to make progress because you're not actually creating changes. You're basically saying, 
I'm only going to try and lose weight if I can lose on X calories. If I can't lose on X calories, then I, don't worry, I don't want it. That's basically what you're saying when you refuse to make changes. I'm sorry to tell everyone, but unfortunately, a lot of us have to lose on lower calories than we would like. It is what it is. But if you're going to be like, oh, I can't lose weight, it's not my, my metabolism doesn't work, but you're not dropping calories at all, then of course you're not going to lose weight. I can't stress enough. Every single client I train to get amazing results, who get really lean, wherever their calories start on, 9.9 times out of 10, their calories they start their cut on is not where they finish. They finish on much lower calories. So what am I doing? When they plateau, I'm decreasing calories to make changes. Likewise, I can increase steps. I can increase cardio. I'm not just going... Uh, you know what? I can't lose weight. It's not, it's, it just can't happen. It's impossible. No, it's just energy balance, guys. It's just basic science of calories in versus calories out. If you're not losing weight and you're doing everything spot on, well, then you're not in a calorie deficit. So what do we need to do? We create a calorie deficit. We can decrease calories. We can increase activity. We can do both. Or if you don't want to do that, if you just want to be patient, that's okay as well. But then if you're going to be patient, just write it out, give it another couple of weeks. And this can be the best option for someone who is not in a rush. So if you've got a, a time period where you need to lose weight um, and be a certain weight for X goal in a certain period of time, then yes, you need to be a bit more aggressive. But if you're a person who is in no race, then make sure you address what you're doing. Are you being as accurate as you are? If you're being spot on, then cool. Let's just give it another week or two and then see what happens, okay? So fat loss mistake number seven, our final one, guys, of our fat loss mistakes mini series is not breaking plateaus. If you plateau for a period of time, it's normal, but make changes. You must make changes if you want to keep losing at the same rate if you've got a certain um, time period to lose that weight. You can, as I said, decrease calories, increase activity, do both simultaneously, you have options, but don't think that wherever I started my cut is where I'm probably going to finish my cut, okay? Chances are you will eventually have to drop calories. It doesn't mean anything's wrong. It doesn't mean you're broken. It just means this is the realities of dieting and realities of fat loss. So guys, I hope you enjoyed my fat loss mini series, guys, seven episodes, seven days. Um, if you liked it, please make sure you leave the... Um, podcast a five-star rating if you haven't guys it helps so much and share my podcast when you're listening to it um to your audience again that helps so much guys but as always please if you haven't listened to the previous episodes go listen to all the fat loss mini series you find them so valuable and of course go listen to all the other podcast episodes all right guys thank you as always i appreciate it bye